Hey, remember two episodes ago when we talked about Sketch, the funding announcement and stuff? Yeah. Cool. So <laughs> uh, if you if you did not if you didn't listen to that, Sketch announced that they're uh, they're gonna get VC money. Yeah. And one of the things that they announced, they like pre-announced, is that they're gonna bring Sketch to the browser. And we had some discussions like what that could mean, right? Yeah. So I just have a little more information uh, than we had before. Uh, it's nothing like it's not investigative journalism or whatever. It's just <laughs> I subscribe to their newsletter, and in their <laughs> newsletter they also like one of the items was that they were linking to that uh, medium article or whatever. And so, but in this little paragraph in the newsletter they say, and I'm quoting: "Then later this year we plan to fully render your documents, add developer handoff, and allow rich collaboration all in a browser." So what does rich I feel like that's enough mean? proof. Well, yeah, <laughs> but like I think it's safe to assume now that by the end of this year, uh, we're not going to have like a full rewrite of Sketch in the browser, uh, something like Figma, right? Yeah. There's probably going to be more something like Zeppelin or what Abstract is doing. Um, so cool, cool. Also, that's totally what we predict. So yeah, I mean, and that's what we more. wanted too, right? Because I yeah. think it yeah, would sure. probably be a huge distraction for them to rewrite all of sketch and for the web mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good news also remember when last episode we were talking about the 5k lg monitor and how my computer melts yeah um and i just said like oh i don't know how computers work i don't know what's about of course it's you know the 13 inch macbook pro it doesn't have a dedicated gpu right it uses the internal an internal gpu um and not a dedicated gpu so of course to render all these pixels and stuff, it's not as good as like a 15-inch would. Um, and we had a listener... Uh, Tim. Tim. Listener Tim wrote in. <laughs> uh, and just to say that he was surprised that we didn't use a 15-inch. And then I guess he, he also, like a, as a follow-up question, he then asked, um, like, what do we think is a distribution amongst designers and developers, you know, who, using 13 and 15? Um well, like I, to to explain my why I have a thirteen is just I have a, an external monitor, so when I'm at my desk, the size of the computer really doesn't matter, right? Uh, let's take a, let's ignore a performance <laughs> for one second, um, just from the size. So like it doesn't matter how small or big it is, the screen because it's closed. Uh, and when I'm not at a desk, then being portable is a plus and something that I appreciate. So in that case, uh, fifteen inches is just too big. Yeah. And so back when I only had one laptop, no external monitor, like that was my work machine back in college and stuff, I had a 15-inch. Uh, but now after using a 12-inch and then a 13-inch, when I look at that 15, it's just huge, <laughs> like unwieldy. Right. <laughs> but what do you think is a distribution? Like just looking around at the office at Shopify, what 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 would you say is, you know, yeah, the that's distribution what I told, between 13 um, and 15? I like replied over DMs. Um, I told him... For me, like what I see is about eighty percent fifteen inch and then twenty percent thirteen amongst designers. For developers, it's a lot closer to fifteen inch, so like nine five percent is fifteen inch. Um, it, it seems to me, and maybe this is like an overgeneralization, but that developers don't even care to ask mm-hmm. <laughs> if they can get a thirteen, <laughs> and the default is just that you get the the for the fifteen inch. Um, Interesting, but. Yeah, I don't know. I I agree that it's not necessarily the most common configuration, but boy, I love this 13 inch. Like, I would not mm-hmm. go bigger. Uh, I love the size. Yeah. yeah, like if I could get the option with the higher GPU, I would totally get that. Um, but like, if I can't, like, if I have to choose between GPU and the size, like, I still prefer the size. Same. Uh, same. I mean. Yeah. Uh, just looking around from my experience, I feel like it's almost like 90%, either developer or designer, um, 90% I see has a 13-inch. Like a Netlify, that's hmm. our default. If you don't ask for a 15-inch, we'll just give you a 13. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, so right. maybe that has a you Yeah, know, I think the default role. is. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> but I remember um, a fellow uh, front-end developer, she asked for a, she got a 15-inch and then she regretted it immediately. <laughs> So uh, eventually, she got a thirteen. So I don't know. I don't know. I feel like for developers, even it, it matters less. Maybe I might get in trouble for saying this, but I get. I don't know. Feels like feels that way. I don't so, think it matters less. I feel like they care less. 
Maybe. <laughs> or both. I guess <laughs> both are valid. <laughs> I'm sure we'll hear from all the developers if you do care about getting mm-hmm. a 15 inch. Mm-hmm. Um, so, cool. I guess uh, I guess this was follow-up. Yep. <laughs> um, not following up on anything super recent. Um, last week, Apple decided to announce a bunch of stuff. Not just like out of schedule, so they didn't even held events, but they started releasing stuff. They released updates to IMAX and stuff, and, and uh, I think most importantly, a uh, new update on AirPods, which... Thank God. Yeah, that was awesome. <laughs> it was like the advent calendar. Like every day you get a little treat. <laughs> You're right, like 12 days for Christmas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was fun. I was waiting for like air power to be the main event. Uh, like I know. The, but nope. Um, so we got, we got AirPods. It's the most, it's like one of the least exciting product updates ever in one of the most insta-buy ever for me. Like I didn't yep. even care like what was new about it and honestly it's a bit of a letdown if you look at it uh like if you had a perfectly good functional airpods i feel like you don't have to you shouldn't buy new ones um but you know it was a brand new product and i feel like we all as a you know as a population we all realize that it's around a year and a half two years like that's the life you know the lifespan of airpods mine were dying and i was ready to buy new ones like to replace them and so this is a good this is a good update i guess yeah same for me and i feel like there's so much built-in goodwill from me on Mm -hmm. the airpods it's like i love these like even if the battery's starting to go bad like the airpods are amazing Mm -hmm. and so i was so ready to like spend a little bit money to just make that experience even better Mm -hmm. right like and, and i do think like while the improvements are small like they do add up to make a difference. I, I hated just having to plug the lightning port mm-hmm. for this. Like after living the wireless charging lifestyle for so long, I think that's really awesome. I've also been playing with the um, always on Siri thing. Um, and that's just, at least to me, like I know I could just like double tap on the earbud, but who wants to do that? <laughs> That was the worst gesture possible. Um, and actually being able to say, Siri, blah, 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 um, at any time just makes it so much better. Like even, well, obviously, like I'm not running right now because it's pretty cold outside. But um, like when you're running, I found that even like hitting the play, pause, like skip buttons mm-hmm. on the watch is actually kind of annoying. Where I feel like I could to- totally say, like, say it out loud um and have siri actually do whatever i ask it to i also have this um siri shortcut for overcast where it automatically starts playing overcast with the latest podcast um and so it's really great like what i can do now is literally just put my airpods like in my ears and say siri overcast play and then it will just start playing the podcast mm-hmm. um so, yeah, I think those are meaningful life improvements, and I feel like I use these enough that even though they're small, that they like it'll be worth it in the long run for me yeah i just i I realized that i've I've used it for a full day without I totally forgot that I had the always on hey Siri thing uh but uh so I used it when I was biking back home, and you know when mm-hmm. you're biking you just i i was um i I was uh, a bit you know concerned that. Because you're biking, you know, you have the wind blowing in your face and it, it can get right. loud. So I was like, mm, it'll probably won't, you know, won't pick up my trigger word. But it did and it worked. And so in the meantime, I have switched the defaults to if I double tap on the AirPod on the right ear, it's going to skip skip ahead, you know, skip the song and on the left one to go back. And I feel like that's kind of intuitive. Um, yeah, set up the same thing. Boom. So whatever. Boring update, but an amazing uh upgrade if you if you if you needed new airpods um one interesting detail um is that the little um how do you say like the hinge on hmm. the the case Mm -hmm. for this one is in aluminum rather than being stainless steel Mm. um and apparently that's uh because when you put it on a uh like wireless charging mat uh stainless steel kind of is a bad material <laughs> Interesting. Uh, it's not conducive whereas uh aluminum uh works totally fine interesting i didn't so, pick up yeah. i picked up the, the sound that it makes when you close it i don't know if because they're brand new there's a lot mm. of like oh they're louder yeah. no they're not louder it's just you don't have all the 
bunch of earwax <laughs> in, the, yeah. in the little grill. So, uh, you know, um, yeah. but it did when sound I got it like, out. like louder. Not louder, sorry. Right. Like lower sound hmm. instead of higher pitched. I don't know. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, Not even really. just the case. I was like, oh my gosh, this is really nice. Like, it's actually shiny. <laughs> no. uh, mine was all busted. So, yeah. All right. Uh, uh, what are you doing with your old AirPods? I'm gonna hand them over, like hand them down. On, like, I'm probably gonna give it to my sister because it's it's uh, okay. it, you can't resell it. Um, it must be so great being your sister. <laughs> She's like the recipient of all hand-me-down Apple products. Yeah, probably. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, I wish I was my sister. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, actually, she's she's visiting. She's landing in like exactly thirty minutes. So, oh, nice. Yeah, so you know, she great timing, uh, sister. I love how your entire family is visiting, but just not at the same I know. time. <laughs> I know <laughs> they didn't plan this, but uh, you know, the timing is perfect, or the worst depends on how you yeah. <laughs> look at it. Uh, but good thing they didn't all come at the same time because they only have room for like two people max to stay. Okay, here. Right, so right. cool. <laughs> Um, all right. Nice. So another thing that Apple did announce, and, and it did held a, an event for this, is well, actually, it's a bunch of stuff. Um, Apple News Plus, Apple Arcade, Apple Card, Apple TV app redesign thing, and uh, Apple TV Plus. So there's a lot, but at the same time, not a lot. Like it's you know, <laughs> neither of these is like huge. Um, but I just want to chat because uh, you're my buddy, you're my friend, and you care about this just like I do. So. <laughs> Uh, I thought we could just like run over the all these little topics and just give our quick reactions uh, since I have to pick up my sister from the airport in 30 minutes. What do you say? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's do it. Um, so the first announcement, the first announcement was Apple News or Apple News Plus. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure like what is considered just an Apple News improvement and what is an Apple News Plus. Um, I could not care less <laughs> about this. <laughs> Uh, I've given up on reading news a long time ago, and I have zero interest in going back. Interesting. Um, also, for all things magazine related, I want a physical thing, a physical object that I can turn the pages with. Like for me, like if the design is the thing I care about in a magazine, and just like even though they're trying to like design some cool layouts, like it just doesn't do it for me. Um, yeah. So for me, I was like, eh, whatever. Like. <laughs> I'm not particularly interested about that. One thing that was interesting is how they had a design director um, yes. on stage who was incredibly fashionable, I must say. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, like that was really cool bringing some different people on stage. And I thought he did a great job. And there was a few other like first time presenters that also did an amazing job. Mm-hmm. Um, seems like they had, I haven't like ran down like the actual numbers, but seemed like at a glance, a little bit more diversity for sure than we typically see. So that was really not great. just diversity in speakers, but also just a bunch of new folks. Like we didn't have yeah. Phil Schiller or Crack Federighi on stage, you know, the, the, the regulars, all like new folks and some returning like, yeah. uh, that, that, um, that lady that, uh, presented the Apple TV stuff. She's been on before, on stage before, and I miss her. She's great. She's mm, amazing. Yeah, she's really awesome. Yeah. So, okay, interesting. I So I use... What do you think about it? I use Apple News, the app, uh, to read a bunch of news. Actually, that's I would say it's fair to say that's my primary source of news. You know, maybe after Twitter, but whatever. Um, so I do use it, uh, Apple News, and I use it mostly on the iPad as well. And so when I got this, it was like... Well, first, this pitch is not new, right? They had newsstand back in iOS 4 or 5, uh, you know, yeah. the wooden shelf with all the magazines. Um, so, like, <laughs> the premise is the same, this one place in where you can subscribe to other magazines. But yeah. it's the implementation that's different, right? It's all in the one app. So they're not asking newspapers and magazines to create an app. Right, it's like well, just because we all know the they can't do that. Yeah, they can't do that. They don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's it's. I think it's way easier for for these content makers to get into this uh, ecosystem. Um, you know, from rumors, I think like Apple is taking almost fifty percent or fifty percent of the, the revenue. Like that's a split, which is well, I don't know if it's like it's good value, good investment from these newspapers and magazines, but I feel like for nine ninety nine. 
if you were to subscribe to one or two magazines, then it's probably already a good deal for you. So I don't subscribe to magazines. This is not going to replace anything in my life. But I did sign up for the trial and I did read a couple uh, articles like the Rolling Stone, the Maisie Williams and uh, whatever her name is from uh, Game of Thrones and like just a couple others. Um, I feel like the this is fairly new still. So all those fancy uh, like magazine covers and stuff that move and they look awesome. Um, like a couple of them are ready for this and like they're updated to to take advantage of this but but still a lot of magazines it's just like a pdf right not even like retina ready like it can it it doesn't look great but so i don't know if i'll start paying for this i feel like if you're into magazines that's a thing that you enjoy uh this is probably a good deal just from a value perspective you know it's it's a good deal um but like you said (laughs) but also if you what you enjoy about a magazine is like the feel of it and having it you know like in your coffee table or whatever, then this is not going to do much for you. <laughs> I love how they had this slide where it's like, if you subscribe to all of these magazines, it would cost you $8,000 a month. Right. It's like, yeah, but surely nobody does that. Like there's literally not a single a person joke. on planet Earth. Right. I think they meant that this. as a joke. So it was interesting how, you know, Tim Cook opened this by saying like, don't you just love standing at a news stand? And yeah, it was like, I don't know if you're like me, but I love being at the newsstand. It was right. like, no, I am not like you. And I said the exact same thing. Like I was uh, watching the recap, like the Verge recap, the seven minute one with uh, with Deborah. And they kept that line. And I'm like, said no one ever. And and Deborah would be like, no, actually, I do. I love I, I love standing at a newsstand. She really enjoys just looking at the covers and stuff. So Tim Cook, I guess you're not alone. Uh, but it did not, you know, it did not connect with me, <laughs> but I'll give you that. Huh. You're not alone. There's some people like that. So yeah, interesting. Um, and on the, the comparisons with newsstand, mm-hmm. uh, I'll put a link in the show notes, but someone made a great video that compares the announcements that are basically identical. <laughs> um, they're using a lot of the same sentences and a lot of the same mm-hmm. magazines even. <laughs> that they're promoting which honestly Uh, this is like a theme with a bunch of their announcements from this keynote it feels like it's it's just i've heard this before like right news i've heard that uh you know tv stuff sure and like yeah it's a lot of i guess it's just you're trying again maybe a different strategy but it's not something new with the exception maybe of the apple card but we're gonna get into that yeah i have to say i'm very worried about the apple news plus thing Mm. um hopefully it does catch on but mm-hmm. it seems like it's just a bad deal for publishers yeah <laughs> it just doesn't seem like it makes sense and so that's why when we talk about like oh all these fancy animated um stories mm-hmm. like i don't know how many of them we'll see six months from now because i think what we'll see is we'll have a couple now because it's cool and shiny and mm-hmm. then publishers will start to realize well actually that's not that big of an audience and it's not generating that much revenue and then they're just going to kind of fade away and do the least possible amount of effort. That is a fair concern. So, yeah. I, I don't know. We'll totally see. Possible. Time will tell. But um, the best thing about Apple News Plus, I think, is the Apple News Plus website uh, on Apple.com. I think. I you mean like the marketing page? page? Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. good. I love seeing the hot pink on Apple.com. No, right. <laughs> I love different. the hot pink. Honestly, yeah. so coming from someone who does sometimes design marketing pages it must be good it must feel nice to have a lot of imagery like that's what makes up the page right it's like you can you can just be creative um some of that stuff and also just editorial like illustration and editorial photography and stuff when i was browsing through some of these magazines just trying out the product like damn that's it's like a different it's like a different side of design like you you know it's Mm -hmm. it's very it's great it's inspiring like it's 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 art you know it's creative in a way that sometimes just product design is not but um right yeah it looks it looks great uh links in the show notes or you know just apple.com slash apple dash news um cool cool cool. uh so what else uh then they i don't i'm not sure if this is the right order but they also announced this one thing called apple arcade which by the way couldn't they just say apple games plus or something i feel like they had a (laughs) They started with this plus. It's like thing. so close. Yes, damn it. It, w- it wouldn't be Apple if the naming made sense. No. 
So Apple Arcade is effectively kind of like Steam, kind of like PlayStation like Plus or Xbox Live. It's a it's a subscription subscription service in the App Store um in where you pay an amount of money that we don't know yet. Uh and you're going to get access to exclusive games, exclusive in they said like exclusive to as like mobile games or something. I I feel like the games in the Apple Arcade thing are only available on iOS devices, but I may be wrong. Uh, but that's the, the feeling I got. Um, bunch of games in like you pay one flat fee a month and you get access to all this. And then all the games that they don't, they don't have like extra in-app purchases or whatever. They don't have ads. So that's all you're going to pay and you just enjoy the games. And for me, the most disruptive thing about this service is that it's going to replace the updates tab on the app store. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that was kind of a weird choice, I think. Well, to be fair, and this is coming from a person who actively goes to the updates tab and refreshes it because I love updates. <laughs> but uh, the updates tab is, you know, it's like you should probably just have auto updates, you know, to automatically install. And even if you don't, and you want to check the release notes, most of the day, you know, most apps these days, the release notes just say bug fixes or, you know. <laughs> So I have auto updates on, but I ha- I still have to go all the time to the updates tab. I feel like it has a delay. Maybe it's like when you put it on, you know, when you charge it at night or something. It's not like as they come, they get updated. Right. Um, yeah, I'm not I'm not sure what's going on there because like I often have like 30 plus app updates. Damn. It's like surely, you know, my phone's been on charge all night. Like I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, it'll be very curious to see what they do with the updates tab, like or how you actually get to that. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna go away entirely. I think it's gonna no. be relocated somewhere. Um, but it's kind of an odd choice. Like even information architecture wise, it's like surely arcade falls under games. Mm-hmm. So like I would have expected that to fall under games, and then maybe in games have an arcade thing. But it's like. Looks like not. They like <laughs> some some people on Twitter were saying that they're probably banking on like the built-in uh, muscle memory for people wanting to check the updates tab, um, accidentally clicking on arcade, mm-hmm. maybe giving it a shot. Uh, hopefully, it's not that. Um, but if it is, it certainly sucks. Uh, do you see yourself using this? Nope. I just like news. I have zero trust that Apple will do the right move when it comes to games. I still think that Apple doesn't get games. Of course, this service is not only for iOS devices, also for the Mac. Remember that gaming on a Mac? And uh, for Apple TV. Remember that? Apple trying to make Apple TV gaming a thing. Um, I I don't know what's the incentive for game developers here. Like We know that iOS is probably the biggest gaming platform in in terms of like units and, and players probably but it's very like it's casual games and games in where sure there's a lot of money being spent in add-ons and app purchases for like clash of the whatever the games are <laughs> i forget the names um but like the thing is that the games are free free you know apparently free to at least to, to get in and so i don't see all of these players which is you know what brings money to gaming and ios i don't see these type of players these very casual players these these children probably then paying for a monthly subscription service to get access to exclusive games because that's more for targeted at gamers and if you're a gamer then you're probably gonna play on a switch or on a playstation not necessarily on your iphone or ipad you see it's like I don't know. I feel like they they are they don't they don't really understand what makes gaming on an iOS device so popular. Um but at least they're trying something, right? They're trying to I guess it's positive, but I don't have a lot of trust that this will be successful. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think the games look great. And uh, it seems like it's got a shot at least. Like it, what it's trying to do for me is that it's trying to solve the problem of the um, app store, um, like economics, right? Like mm-hmm. the problem right now is there is no way to charge money for apps on iOS, <laughs> basically, because if you charge for them, people don't won't even give them a try, and mm-hmm. then 
Once people download them, the only way to actually successfully make money is either run ads, which are terrible, um, or do these like crazy, um, like, you know, casino type stuff where people have to buy like coins and advances and just like build build in so that your game is creates this addiction that Mm. will force people to spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars on your thing. So. I, what is cool with this, I think, is that in theory, this enables a lot of potentially like indie developers to make just really great games and kind of not have to worry about making money. Um, and so I assume that they'll get paid. They're like a user that subscribed to Apple Arcade. Those nine ninety nine. Let's assume it is nine ninety nine. Whatever. It's shared by like how much time they spent playing the games. I guess. Not sure. Yeah, something like that. Which can also be dangerous. Then you're yeah. incentivized to design gameplay that, you know, wants you to be around, be playing for a long time, mm-hmm. you know, as long as possible, which is, can also be dangerous. Like, I don't see, I don't think this is for me, honestly. Uh, I don't think this, it's like I said, like, you know, I'm just repeating myself. But uh, I got to be honest, if some, like, I don't do a lot of, gaming on ios devices like almost none but every once yeah. in a while a game like alto odyssey or like mm-hmm. threes which i just re-downloaded um like some a game like that might come around and might be exclusive to apple arcade and i'll probably sign up just to play those you know i think it's this is like a live or die on their exclusives i feel like mm-hmm. yeah i mean that's also an interesting thing for games Right, because it's like whenever there's an exclusive that comes out, maybe you'll sign up, mm-hmm. <laughs> use it, use it for a month. Like a month is a long time for iOS games, right? Like mm-hmm. I feel like you can go through an entire like two, three games at least in a month. So I don't know. Like I feel like either they need to release a lot of games, or like otherwise I don't know how this is gonna be worth it. Like I know, I don't and know. also, and also for. For game developers, like for them to be on Apple Arcade, I assume, I think it's safe to assume that they also can't, you know, make the same game available outside, you know, like, oh, it's free for Apple Arcade subscribers or pay five bucks to to buy the game. I assume that it's, you know, you have to pick one. So it's also, you know, I mentioned Auto Odyssey. I don't know how successful they are, you know, when it comes to, you know, as a business. I don't know if it was a success or not or like Monument Valley or something like that. But if they had to pick, like we are kind of successful just selling this as a, you know, 399 game or something. Do we want to risk trying this Apple, Apple Arcade thing? Right. You know, as a business, it's also another thing to take into consideration. I, yeah. I don't also, know. part of me hope, really hopes that Apple's losing money on this. <laughs> like hopefully they don't just literally pay whatever they're getting like and pay that out to developers mm. because if that happens i think we're getting in the same situation as apple news where it's like oh there's a lot fewer people <laughs> than we think that are willing to pay 10 bucks a month to play mm-hmm. like four or five games <laughs> um and then this will just be the death of this because there's only so many times where people can make an entire game which is very expensive mm-hmm. um, and have it be restricted to this thing who, who doesn't make much money and also, I don't know, because they mentioned it's exclusive to this platform. So I don't know even if you, as a game publisher, if you can make this game available on Apple Arcade and then down the line decide, you know what, now I'm pulling it out. Yeah. You know, I just want to sell it as a thing. I don't know if it's even available. If if it's a, I don't know if it's signed a contract or whatever, yeah. like exclusive, exclusivity contract, unsure. But Yeah, I think uh, it was uh, Cable Sasser who uh, tweeted out the form to apply for your game hmm. to be uh, included in Apple Arcade. It was pretty interesting. It's like, uh, we're not, you know, the, some of the obvious stuff, like we're not like obligated to basically get back to you. Uh, we have a lot of other games that reach out to us and they were like, you can't sue us if we actually release a game that has similar ideas from your <laughs> game. <laughs> um, this is kind of interesting. I mean, that's fair. Um, if and one control. of these causes was like, yeah, like your game must be only available on Apple platforms. Right. Right. So, so mm. we'll see. How much do you think they'll charge for this? I I mean, I feel like, yeah, that, that's true. Like, that was one of the weird moments um, in the keynote because they didn't announce price for this. Mm-hmm. 
Same for Apple TV Plus. It's so weird. I like. I thought it would be nine ninety nine, like because everything else is nine ninety nine. But surely, if the price was nine ninety nine, why not just announce it? it? Yeah. So I have a theory on this. Well, it's not major theory. I I feel like we're all waiting for the Apple bundle price because all these things, and I guess we're getting ahead of ourselves. But like arcade news plus. And then the TV plus. Um, imagine, let, let's just say that Apple TV plus will be nine nine nine, surely, because that's what Netflix charges. Actually, Netflix raised their prices a little bit, but anyway, it's it's the you know what Hulu charges is a pretty common uh, default standard price, whatever for a streaming service. Um, if you pay Apple like nine ninety nine for Apple TV plus a nine ninety nine for news and whatever it is for arcade, it starts to be, you know, it's just a very expensive thing. And yeah. surely, you know, I know it's different things and you don't have to subscribe to all, but let's just say that a lot of Apple users and Apple fans, they usually, they buy in and they're all in, in their ecosystem. So they probably want to take advantage of all this. That is not a very compelling price, <laughs> but see if somehow they have, a bundle available like Amazon Prime or something in where you would pay let's say it's 19.99 so 20 bucks um then and, and if that would you know probably give you access to TV plus news arcade uh like iCloud backup storage you know for photos and stuff and all of the services uh then is a pretty compelling uh offer I feel like then is a good offer and so maybe the reason why they're not announcing prices is if they were to say, well, nine ninety nine, and even if that's the final price, even with the bundle, you know, if you want to subscribe just to this service, it's nine ninety nine, then that price is not a good thing to announce. You know, no, that's not a that doesn't go in the pro column, right? Yeah. It's whatever. And then people because this is not ready, by the way. All none of this with the exception of Apple News. And I guess they had to give a price to Apple News because it's ready. So you have to pay something now. Mm-hmm. Um, all the other ones, it's like, then folks are going to start thinking like, is this even worth it? You know, or right. they're gonna, the, the media are going to start judging this and comparing it to Netflix and other services. So and people just might be turned off by it. Yeah, it's very strange. It seems like they're not sure what they want to charge for it. Yeah. By real-time update, my sister just landed. <laughs> oh. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's move on then. All right. Apple Card. Credit card. Okay, so this is the announcement I was the most excited about. But uh, it's the one that we can't use. Of course, of course. It will never be available outside of the U.S. Well, not never, but, you know, not for a while at least. Um, I am not American. Uh, credit cards are not a th- part of my life. Uh, I don't know what like is what's cash back. I don't know what is like rewards, credit card rewards. I don't all these concepts. Like I have a credit card, but it's not part of my life. If that even makes sense, it's not these concepts is not something that I live with uh, for the most part. But so this is very an American product, American centered centered products, and so I don't want to really judge it. Here's what I can judge. Just looking at the UI and stuff that I showed, they showed us. I kind of wish that they could just be a bank, like effectively replace N26, what is for me. And just, I like that UI. I like <laughs> the UI looks sweet. Um, I kind of, I want to use it. I, I would like to use it, but at the same time, like it's kind of weird that Apple is, you know, partnering up with Golden Sachs and stuff. It's, it's like, it's like I wasn't expecting Apple to go into that. Uh, industry but um i don't know what 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 do you think yeah um so i do use credit cards all the time i basically this is my main way to pay for things uh and, but the way that i do it is i it's effectively a debit card for me like where i automatically pay off the entire balance every month um so the way that rewards work is basically you just get like advantages or points or cash back based on your purchases um pretty straightforward pretty neat um so where i think this is really cool is um in that like it's pushing the boundaries of what a bank is possible like can do Uh, and i know all you crazy europeans you already have all of this (laughs) um but for people in north america like me i'm not in the united states i'm in canada 
Um, so th- I'm in kind of the worst case scenario where, uh, <laughs> like, we don't have cool stuff like this. And this will also not be available for me. Uh, <laughs> but having something, a credit card that is entirely integrated within the wallets app where I can mm. actually track um, my balance easily and I don't have to jump through hoops and terrible web views um, where I can see like all my transactions and, and point them on a map and all of this. Mm-hmm. That sounds really great. Um, I also just love like, I don't know, it's just like the Apple nest to it. Um, like the actual physical credit card looks awesome. Um, there are some interesting design decisions, which I think we can talk about. Um, but like the fact that they're like, you know what? Maybe a credit card doesn't need numbers. Yeah, <laughs> like, that let's is not interesting. Do that. Um, and I really love this idea because it's like, say you lose your credit card or um, anything happens, like you can just cancel that number and just, you know, eventually maybe you find it again. Like, cause that's happened to people before, like where you mm-hmm. kind of like misplace it. Um, so just to be safe, you kind of cancel your card. And then when you find it again, you're like, oh, damn it. Now I have this card that's useless. Uh, and I have to wait for another credit card to arrive. Whereas this, it's like, you can deactivate it. It's not useful anymore. And then reactivate it whenever you need to. Um, I think this is really great. There seemed to have been some confusion about like where and when you can use this. So you can use this in any machine. Mm-hmm. It's like an actual credit card. Um, I don't know if it has a stripe. Um, like that's the only part that seems unclear. Magnetic stripe, it does. Yeah, the magnetic stripe. It does. Um, it does? Yeah, on the back. Yeah, see. on the back. Okay. Yeah. Um, how else would you? you know. Well, the chip. <laughs> well, okay. Chip doesn't need a magnet stripe. Yeah, but so, not anyways. every terminal. Like you'd still need to fall back. I feel like. Yeah, for you silly Americans, um, in Canada, everything's uh chip. Um, anyways. <laughs> Same here. But, um, yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, I think that card looks awesome. Like, has is so minimal. Um, now I want to talk about some of the stuff that bothered me about it. <laughs> um, okay. like I don't know if you've noticed this. Like, the li- I find the alignment with the name is kind of weird. It's a golden ratio. Totally. <laughs> is it? It is one hundred percent golden ratio. So I saw someone be. just overimposing golden ratio on top of it no way totally is because i feel like my brain wants the name to just be like at the bottom of the card Mm -hmm. (laughs) but no it's like floating in kind of like this middle space Mm -hmm. um and then it's not center aligned with the chip it's bottom aligned with it Mm -hmm. Uh, it's like there's something about it that bothers me (laughs) um but i love that it's titanium like i feel like none of the images on the website give it justice uh it has these kind of like metallic shiny edges i heard some uh, folks complain that it doesn't have contactless but like duh that's apple pay you know you have your phone for contactless yeah and this is what this physical card is only for those occasions where you can't use your phone yeah exactly. Um, and also but like i heard some people say oh because it's metal they can't Yes and no, because um, I do know that N26, uh, that's my bank, they do offer the, they still tout as like the first metal contactless card. I'm not sure if it's titanium, but it's it's some kind of metal. Um, so that's not the the reason. I guess they could do it somehow. But yeah, you have mm. your phone. You don't need it. Yeah. So the second thing that bothers me about this card is that they're using San Francisco rounded Instead mm-hmm. of the regular one, and huh. I just, I just think this needs, this needs to stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, it's like this is not like a child. I, I don't thing. have a like, problem with it. The the normal one, I feel, looks way better. Like, I don't know why this is rounded. It's like someone's yeah, it, putting Comic Sans on my credit card. Like, no <laughs> thanks. Right. So I don't know. I I do have to say, like, some of these features, uh, you would. Like, I have this because I do have an internet bank. So, you know, having all the in your phone and having the, like, having the automatically, like, a grouping in categories to see where you're spending mm-hmm. what, you know. Uh, I also have that, all that. But it just doesn't look as good. <laughs> yeah. I kind of wish I could just, uh, I tell you, yeah. I want to work on a, I want to work on a fancy bank. Always bank. 
yeah so we'll see like it's there's some stuff that's i feel is missing from their ui like it seems and maybe it's just that like this is a setting somewhere but like i can't use a credit card that requires me to manually press pay <laughs> every month like i just need it to be paid automatically at the end of the month i'm sure you can set an automatic so hopefully you can do that it seems like it wasn't anywhere but um, if it doesn't you can probably send a push notification like hey yeah they pay do me? yeah <laughs> Um, and someone posted a video of like the onboarding. It has like this crazy, like awesome animation. Oh, nice! So very I don't cool know stuff. if the wallet app is gonna scale well to take all of this, right? Yeah, I guess all it's, of these features is like behind. You open the wallet app and then you tap on your card, and then you have all this UI. That probably doesn't scale very well. Yeah, I mean, it seems like it's barely holding together as of now, <laughs> yes. to be honest. You have to so. click the info and rotate the card to see more info. Like, that's, ugh, that, yeah, that's it's annoying. kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, one thing I, that's changing with this is that now, like, all your rewards will go on the Apple... Uh, uh, cash? Pay cash? Apple Cash, yeah, card. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I've been wondering, and you probably don't even have this answer because you don't have one, but maybe our mm-hmm. listeners can tell us. Um, can you pay with this card if like the balance doesn't cover the full amount? So say, for example, I have $5 on my Apple Pay cash uh, card um, and I have to pay something that's $10. Like, am I still able to use that? Or do I need to only be, am I only able to pay something that's like $5 or less? I don't know. Because that seemed potentially <laughs> like if I'm adding up all these rewards, I guess like they build up over time and then. And you can always just after a while withdraw them. You can have them. You can just withdraw them to your main bank account. Yeah, but then you have like a, I think one or 2% fee hmm. on that or something. I don't know. Um, so, but basically, like it seems. Like, it's kind of counterintuitive that you're, like, they're touting this daily cash. And it's like, well, but to be able to use that daily cash, like, you actually have to have, like, cross over this threshold <laughs> so that you're able to make a purchase with it. So, I don't know. I think it's kind of weird. All right. Um, that's, I think, all I had on the Apple card. All right. So, Apple TV app. Quick update. They're going to update the TV app, both in Apple TV and all iOS devices, and they're going to bring it to the Mac. Thanks, Marzipan. And, uh, like, it's just, it, it's not totally different, but I they, they've, like, redesigned how, like, the previews and the trailers thing, and to get more information and, like, suggestions and stuff, all of that in the new TV app, and also the ability to have what they call it, channels. The UI looks very much like Netflix. It's, you know, they, they, they've defined that UI. <laughs> uh, it's like a infinite scroll. You know, we have categories, like vertically and then horizontally, all the selection of that category and stuff. It does look pretty good, I have to say. And then the channels is, nowadays on Apple TV, if you want to have like Hulu or Showtime or HBO, you just download their app and they can have like, you can... They can use the uh, TV API, whatever they call it, to have it in the up next and stuff. Uh, but it still opens in the app. So if I have Game of Thrones in my up next and I click play, uh, I'm gonna be I'm gonna open the HBO app and watch it there. With channels, it's like the same thing, but you don't have to download any app. You can just have it in the TV app. It uses the TV apps player, which thank God because I have I'm subscribed <laughs> to CBS All Access because Survivor. Uh, <laughs> I gotta be honest. I can't watch anything. That app just doesn't play anything, so I have to open it on like a browser and then airplay it like an animal. Anyway, not oh, that God. I'm mad about it. I'm not pissed. No, it's fine. <laughs> it's whatever, Survivor. Um, so this is amazing because I don't trust any of these like channels and these media entities to build apps, <laughs> like. No, let yeah. Apple do that. Kind of like uh, news, right? Like yeah, let Apple exactly. do that. And thank God. And I just can just like subscribe to stuff directly in the app and I don't have to leave it, which is good. And it's also interesting that, you know, the good thing about streaming services was like, hey, you don't have to pay cable to have all these channels and whatever. You can just pay for a streaming service. And then it would be like the cord cutters or whatever. And now it's like <laughs> Apple TV app it's like it's like cable for for streaming services <laughs> it's like yep you have a bunch of channels and just 
pay all of them. So we're probably paying more than we were previously with cable, which is like, this is not the future we were promised, but, and don't get me started on Disney because when they release, when they launch their new Disney plus service, it's going to be even worse. But I, I'm glad that they're doing this. It'll probably make it just easier to play all this content uh, on my Apple TV. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, you've said pretty much everything. Um, <laughs> a few things that are interesting. So they've redesigned the um, kind of like the details view for mm-hmm. movies and TV shows. Uh, and it seems like, I don't know about you, but like it seems like that initial screen kind of didn't need to be redesigned. Um, like the one screen that needed to be redesigned is the one where you actually like see all the episodes. And, uh, if you've ever tried to play, um, a series that had like multiple seasons, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it's like super annoying right now. Um, so, and it seems like the only reason why they kind of redesigned this screen is that they want to allow you to swipe left and right to Mm. move from one TV show to another, which I think, I think I missed that. Yeah, which I think theoretically is interesting. Um, like, I know that I, like, whenever I'm browsing Netflix, like, I'm often very undecided. <laughs> so what I want to watch. Yep. Um, so actually being able to easily switch between, like, two different things um, is going to be nice. I'm not sure that this will be better than the Netflix UI, where it has, like, the top area of the screen is the details for what you have selected, and the bottom is just kind of, like, the list. Mm-hmm. Um, one kind of interesting thing that is potentially a slight regression here is that this means that all actions on the main screen need to basically be uh up and down yeah like they need to be a, left yeah because like you now you can't do left and right um so well, but I, like i'm trying to think of the other like what kind of options you had one of them was like open in which i guess yeah. they're getting rid of because you're not going to open in the app you're always going to open in the tv app so but i, I feel like get... that will still happen no I don't know. like say you have hbo go now or now or whatever it's called i don't know we'll see yeah, I don't uh know. but I, I i'm like very curious to actually you get to use this ui um and it's interesting to see what kind of trade-offs they're making uh here oh see they have that like swipe up for full screen so i guess yeah. that full screen will give you something similar to what you have today maybe um i'm really digging that segmented control though like on top oh yeah yes that's bringing back gradients like strong it looks very aqua (laughs) yeah totally Um, look at that one thing that's kind of interesting like they've released the new beta today um and it seems like that new design is only in the tv app (laughs) hopefully that's just a thing that happens for now Mm -hmm. but this this seems like a bad idea to have different designs for um, different segmented controllers inside the app. Right. We're pretty sure we're going to see a new tvOS update uh, at yeah. WWDC. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, one thing that's interesting, too, um, is that the background is not transparent. So you see on the sp- sports example on the website um, that the kind of mm. background blends in, like, with the darker mm-hmm. color. Like, hmm, this is kind of interesting. Like, I wonder if that's a mistake or is is that on purpose it does look good i mean it looks good for sure but my brain kind of wants it to be semi-transparent when it seems like it's not or maybe it's just i think what what's happening is that it's just um like it's taking a sample uh it's like the the home indicator on the iphone it's right, taking it a sample the and then dominant it's creating color. yeah creating a solid yeah. color based on that anyways yeah. um looking good Yep. <laughs> All right. And lastly, the Apple TV Plus thing. So it doesn't, it's not related to the TV app. It's not related to Apple TV. It's, it's a new streaming service. It's like, it's not news for anyone. anyone. Uh, we've seen all the rumors. We've known that Jennifer Aniston and the likes are making <laughs> shows for Apple. She's been talking about it on like <laughs> Ellen for years, yeah. or over a year now, I think. Hollywood um, is terrible at keeping secrets. <laughs> But so, so no surprises here we knew everything mm-hmm. <laughs> was being announced i think this presentation was the most cringeworthy that apple mm-hmm. has done since the finger touching i think because <laughs> it's like 
here's the thing. Apple, they're a bunch of nerds, right? <laughs> they make computers and shit. And so, but every time they try to blend in or like with, with celebrities and rock stars, finger touching Bono and stuff, it's just awkward. It's like it shows that, oh, I totally forgotten that we were a bunch of nerds. <laughs> but it's like, how can Apple be this cool and this like tuned in to culture? Uh-huh. and be also like so awkward and cringeworthy like how can both of these things exist in the same company i don't get it <laughs> I know. you know what i, I mean know. like yeah. it like in order to create these products like that requires like an incredible amount of taste and they do influence a lot of the culture and yet <laughs> they still like someone said it on twitter like it seems like they get starstruck sometimes yeah, no, like, totally. I mean, you don't Tim have Cook to like crying you're the most you're the most successful company in the in the world. Like just like you're cool. You're just cooler cool, than Jennifer man. Aniston. <laughs> yeah. It's like who the hell cares about Jennifer Aniston? Like you make the products that billions of people use. Like that's that's better. Like she like Jennifer Aniston should be starstruck with you. Like <laughs> this is how things should happen. Yeah, but that's not how the no. world works. Um and it seemed like so basically what happened is that all these creators kind of went on one after another doing this sort of like shark tank pitch for their tv show mm-hmm. um i'd say the beginning of that where they had um uh, steven Sp- spielberg and like the different um directors in like grayscale mm-hmm. that was good like that was that was a nice introduction but after that it totally went off the rails uh, like to me there's a reason why trailers exist like they were trying to explain like oh well my show is kind of about this thing and it's this like morning tv drama and it touches on the human connections and blah blah, blah. like there is l- literally like nothing less interesting than hearing someone try to describe a tv show i think they did that for two reasons first they're probably not ready yeah to show exactly. shows. Yeah, and second totally. they wanted these celebrities on stage just like mm-hmm. just to raise a profile um I, f- I feel like that's why so i don't, I don't have a lot to say about this you know we know very little we just know that there's a couple of celebrities and these actors working on stuff uh they got big names and from the like the sizzle reel that we've seen some of the shots of some of the shows um some of them look pretty interesting the one with uh jason momoa looks kind of cool i but we've heard rumors that apple first it's like very much like uh kids friendly and family friendly so you're not going to have a lot of swearing or like nudity or like hbo stuff level stuff right adult content um and so when i see like that jason momoa thing i'm like oh that's like game of thrones but right yeah so i don't know if that's a good constraint to have from a business standpoint um because like when i think of my favorite shows they're pretty much like they're very mature shows right yeah um and so pretty much all of hbo uh, so I don't know if I don't know. It's like just like with news, just like with games. I don't trust Apple that they know how to produce TV shows, right? So I I'm waiting to see. Actually, the only little taste that we got was Planet of the Apps and Carpool Karaoke, and that is not a good, you know, <laughs> that's not a good sample. So. I don't know. I I'm I'm gonna wait yeah. to see uh, I mean, these I shows. This... I, I gotta say, like all of the shows, I'm curious. I, I would watch them, right? Any every one of them. Uh, the, I like the premise and they sound cool. So mm-hmm. I guess I'll watch it. But yeah, yeah. um, like again, I I kind of feel like this is an unforced error from Apple. Like it's like, isn't Apple supposed to be the creative brand? <laughs> like. <laughs> It should be, and I think they sort of tried to pitch it this way, that it's like, this is the place for creators to do their best work kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, but I, f- I feel like their message here doesn't align with what they're, what they're actually doing. Like, the, I feel like the right. Apple service should be where like, creators are, are given incredible budgets to not compromise on anything on their vision and have the stories that would never get told otherwise. Like mm-hmm. that Apple should be the place where there's no corporation behind it that like tries to focus on like just, you know, you know, like getting the most amount of money or views as possible, that it should just be great 
quality content. Right. But I feel like I don't know if they're gonna hit that. Because um, it's it's a bit like it's a bit different when you compare it, Apple TV Plus with like Apple Music. You know, music Apple is not a music label. They're not financing. You know these records or whatever and they also don't have a say on what goes in apple like if you have an album you can put it in apple music right there's no right approval or curated curation process or whatever but here is different right they are they are investing they're paying a lot of money why because that's the only way you get these exclusives yeah. and that's apparently like that's the way you have to compete in this space now because netflix is just dumping billions and billions of dollars to all to have all these exclusives and i guess that's because you know, even even Hulu, which was just it was just a like a distribution method, right? For all these shows that were that are on cable and stuff, but even Hulu started investing in their own originals, like Handmaid's Tale and Patriot and all that. Actually, Patriot is Amazon's. Well, same yeah. thing for Amazon, right? <laughs> like that's how you play this game now: is you have to buy these shows, and so Apple is fairly new at this. And I'm not surprised that Apple is kind of like restrictive and just <laughs> has a lot of like little check boxes you have to follow in order to comply. I'm not surprised because they're very much like they want to control everything. But I am not confident that that's the way to go, <laughs> right? Because like Netflix shows, they, they buy anything and everything. They also kill them for <laughs> everything. <in it. laughs> like the, all the shows that like Daredevil, which seemed like a very successful, amazing show, got killed after three seasons so uh, i don't know how i feel about that but yeah <laughs> let's see let's see yeah Should we'll see. have to see like i also feel like i don't know if they can complete with netflix with this they have what five or six shows they're way behind yeah well but they have Oprah. Yeah, like, so <laughs> yeah i guess people like oprah but like they got oprah and netflix got uh obama so obama yeah yeah exactly let's see let's see who wins <laughs> yeah <laughs> Yeah. Um, anyways, this is the only service from Apple that I'm actually going to be <laughs> subscribing to. Um, mm-hmm. I'll give these shows a shot. If they don't grab my attention, I'll probably unsubscribe. But hopefully, I mean, hopefully they're going to have one that catches on. One thing that does bother me is like, great, now another subscription I have to pay for. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like there's a real limit, especially with also the Disney uh, subscription service that I will have to pay for uh, to be able to see this the Star Wars series. So, yeah, just the future is more TV subscriptions. All right, recommendations. Boom, boom, boom. Sorry, I have to because I have to pick up my sister. Okay, my recommendation is DOA season two. I loved season one up until the last episode. I'm like, what the hell is this? What? And I did watch it. And no spoilers, I just, please. No spoilers, but okay. please watch it because I have to talk about the. Yeah, yeah, I will watch it for sure. I love the OA, and I think you either hate the OA or you love it. And I'm very much in the camp of loving it. And I—that's why I felt like I didn't remember you loving it because I—I feel like this very like strong bond with all the other people like this show Um, Mm -hmm. because it was really great. I did love the last episode though. Uh, So I didn't. I like the—I like that it was ambiguous. Um, Mm -hmm. So. Very much looking forward to this. I was finishing up some other TV shows before getting to it, but I promise you that um, I will listen to okay, it. Because we, we really have to show. talk about it. So right. this is this is homework, homework. for all of our <laughs> listeners. Cool. Watch all of season one and two of The Away. <laughs> right, what's your uh, recommendation? Okay. My recommendation is the movie Us. Um, I kind of don't want to tell people too much about it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's from uh, director Jordan Peele, uh, mm-hmm. who directed Get Out. Um, if you've seen Get Out and you're into it, go watch this. Um, it's very solid. It's a horror movie. Um, it's not extremely scary. I find no, like it is. I feel like it is like with, kind of a right amount. It's like same, same with Get Out. It's like I don't think Jordan Peele is trying to make a horror movie. I think like he's yeah. just trying to make his own movie, and it it sounds like it looks a lot like a horror movie. So it's like it's not by design. It's just accidentally <laughs> became yeah. a horror movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, it's a very interesting movie, and uh, I think Rafa, you've seen it too, right? I have. Um, yeah, yeah. We don't have time to talk about it today, but it might uh, might be worth talking about it on an episode. I would love the to. show. So um, this is another homework <laughs> for all of you. <laughs> so also go watch us. Um, okay. It's very worth so it. Ne- time. Next episode, we're going to talk about 
Well, maybe not. Do you think you, have, you can watch DOA in a week? I did watch it in two days over the weekend. Oh, wow. So. Uh, we'll see. I don't know if I can. We'll see. All right. But that, audience, but I, I will this try. Is your homework. Okay. All right, dude. That's it for the show. If you want to get uh, in touch with us, you can tweet at us. We are at LayoutFM. You can tweet at us your own recommendations and what should we watch. Uh, if you want to follow us individually on Twitter, I am at Rafa Hari and Kevin is at Vernal Kick. You can find show notes for this episode and links to all the other episodes and links to subscribe on our website. That is layout.fm. Uh, and lastly, this show is part of the Spec FM network. So if you're looking for more shows to listen to, check them out at spec.fm. Boom. Okay, I'm going to have to pick up my sister. Bye. All right. Bye.